0: Okay, today's daf is Erev daf Ayin Ches. We are on Ayin Zayin Amar A few lines from the bottom. So we've been discussing the concept of you have two Chatz Ereus, A Chatz-A and Chatzar B, and there are three different levels of connection. Either they could make an Erev together, or if they want to, perhaps they can't, even if they did want to. And the third level was they have to, even if they don't want to. So we have different... Uh, considerations when you have two chatzeres, two chatzeres next to each other. What's the factor? The factor is, is there an easy access from chatzor A to chatzor B? So we said, what's clearly not an easy access when there's a, when there's a, a wall, that's ten falchum high, that is a separation and therefore you can, it's not easy to carry from one to the other. Thereby, you cannot make an eruv from one Hutzer to the other Hutzer. Additionally, you cannot use the top of the wall unless it's wait, I guess if it's 4 wide, perhaps you could use whatever on top there, but you can't carry things from your huttzer to the top of the wall. Now what if you lower the wall? How do you lower the wall? The easiest way is you build a small platform. So then you made the Hu you made the wall less than 10. Tfachem. So if you do it on both sides of the wall so now, you made an entranceway so you could carry from one to the other and you could make an of. If you only did it on one side of the wall, so you, that's not considered a Pesach to the other Chatzar, but the fellow who made the wall shorter by, make, by raising the floor, he could use the top of the wall on his side because he has made it into uh, less than 10 Tzvachim High. So we're going to get to some more cases of trying to minimize the wall. Nachmin, Sulam Sheshli, so you have a ladder, which the Schlevice of the steps are parchais, they're separated, meaning there's space in between them. Art school shows a picture of a classic ladder. Um, there's another picture in the masifta, see your hay, which I'll send out not exactly your typical ladder, but the point is there's space in between each step. So the question is, that consider lowering, lowering, uh, raising the floor to lower from 10 t'vach. So if you have a four t'vach wide base, the bottom rung, then we might, that works to lower the wall to less than 10 t'vach high. Let's say the top rung is four t'vach wide, which is important because that's easy, an easy step, a ledge. However, it's so high, it's not considered part of the ground. Yet there's lavud in between each rung. So you have less than three tvachim in between each rung going all the way down to the ground. So the top rung is considered within lavud of the ground. Thereby, it is part of the ground and it raises the ground up, and you don't no longer have a wall that's ten tvachim high. So let's say you have a a ledge that comes out of the wall. So if it's arbal, arba. If it's dalad by Dalit tfachim. Ve'iniach sulam. And you put a ladder. You lean the ladder onto this ledge. So you look at se or Aleph in the, in the pictures. Very easy if you have the pictures. So, ve'iniach alav sulam. Kol shahu. Even a, a small... Um, uh, even even if the sulam, the ladder, the rungs of the ladder are not for tfachim wide because they're not using the ladder as a floor we're just using the ladder as a way of access to this ledge you make it uh you you, you lessen the height of the wall why because this ledge and the the ledge and the ladder become one and the the ledge has dal by dalid. so the ledge via the ladder is considered part of, attached to the ground, it raises up the ground, and now you no longer have a tent high wall. When you leaned the ladder onto the ledge, if you put the ladder right next to the ledge, meaning that the ladder is placed onto the wall, then we do not consider the wall and the ledge connected. All you did was you widened the ledge but you did not have the ledge reaching the ground and therefore it is not considered that you lifted raised the ground and you still have a wall that's more than 10 tvachim so you didn't really help yourself here. Let's see if a wall that's 19 Twachim high. So ziz I could give you an example where just one ziz, one ledge is gonna work to be moderate. How is that? So what you would do is you would put the ledge right in the middle of the wall and you have one ladder going up to it. And and that ladder going up to it will show that this that this ledge is connected to the ground. As long as the ladder has, you know, the three rungs, the rugs are within three Tvachim. So then the ledge is considered raising the ground. Now above that ledge is less than ten Tvachim from the ceiling from, from the from the top of the wall. So that would work. However, if you have kloisilas, if you have a kysel that's 20 So then, You need two ledges, because if you do the math, you're going to need more than two ledges to be able to get this result. You have to make it like a platform, like a landing on your typical stairwell. Not that it's right on top of each other. You have to give it some space so you could use each ledge as a landing. If you look at the picture, it's Tziru Gimel that I'll send out, and you'll see that as long as it's not right on top of each other, there's an easy way to climb up, and that will be considered a staircase of Pesach, and it shortens the wall. Amravuna, amud Bishus This has nothing to do with uh, erevin at this point. We'll come back to it. Amravuna, amud Bishus So let's say you have a Amur, which means like a post. You have a beam in b'shus So the halacha is, this is going back to the first paragraph of Shabbos, to many times parakazirig uh, So if you have an amud Bishus Ten high and four wide. That's a classic rishos yachid. by kol And you put a peg, and we will learn like Rashi. You put a peg on top of the post. So mi'atay. Now that there's a peg here, it's not easy to use. If you're going to sit on this, you're going to rip your pants. So now that peg took away from the four by four t'vachem space. And since I only had exactly dollar by dollar, it takes it away and it's no longer considered. Most will hold it's called a muck at this point. So the The peg has to be three tvachim high. If it's less than that, so then we're not so concerned. It doesn't it doesn't minimize the dollar by dollar surface. A and raba both say even if it's not three tvachim high, still the peg that's on top of this. Post in reshus yachid, the peg ruins the status of reshus yachid. My taima, people will not use it. They're not going to use it. If there's, a, if there's a nail sticking out. It's going to rip their pant. It's going to ruin their whatever, and therefore they're not going to be using this. So since it's not easy use, it is not no longer considered a reshus yachid. Rab. Loisha, even if it's more than three tefachim, not a problem. My taima. The reason is, it's not when we talk about access or using a Rashiach, it's not just about sitting there. You'll hang up your hat there. You'll do something else with it. You don't have to sit everywhere you see, right? So not everything is a seat in life. So you can still have a Rashiach, even though people might not want to sit there. But you can still put things there. What if you have the entire surface on top of this post is with with these nails, with these pegs, mahu, so is this still considered Rosh Hashanah? Didn't you hear the shita of Rav Yechanan? That bar and the star of lasara? Let's say you have a, a bar, and the bar is only nine tefachim deep. So nine tefachim is not called the Rosh Hashanah, but you have a v'chuyas, so you have the chuyas, you have the, the bank of the bar, and that's one adds another tefach, so that's called ten tefachim high. Now, that doesn't really help us for our Gemara. So Rashi adds, additionally, if the pit is not dollar by dollar, but with the bank, it is dollar by dollar, that helps us identify the bar as a Rosh or we classify it as a Rosh Va'amai, so you don't have four tvachim by four tvachim of use in the bar because. In this bar is only really three tvachem by three tvachem. With the bank, it's dal by dal. We don't have an easy access of dal by dal in this bar. So the Gemara says, the <Pandemie> you can put things on top of it. Umashita, Meish, you can make use of the of the of the top of it. So since. Gebzachaneiza. You could do something with it, so that's called that you could use it. Now that I can use it, it, and it has the dimensions of rishosiyachid, it, it goes back to being rishosiyachid. So just because there are pegs on top, so what? You put something on top of all the pegs as long as it's even, you could figure out something to put on top of there. Oh, you put something across the pegs, and that's how you use it, and there, thereby you consider it a rishos ha-yachid. Now, going back to our discussion, our Mishnah, you have a chatser, you have two chatzeres, and there's a wall in between them. It's going back to our discussion. So, let's say you have a wall that's ten t'fachim high. So, you need a... a a ladder that's 14 tvachim long in order to be matte, in order to allow one to use, in order to be called a pesach, in order to make an arrow. So you need it on both sides because that's, that's, the, that, that's the standard way of climbing up a ladder. What does this mean? So you would assume, one second, if it's 10 tvachim high, if the chach is only 10 tvachim high, I'm sorry, if the wall is only ten Tvachim high, so shouldn't the ten tefach ladder do the trick? So from the Gemara you see that someone, it's not so, whenever you climb up a ladder, you look at your classic ladder, it's on an angle. It's easier to climb up a ladder that's on an angle. So the the proper angle would be four tvachim away from the wall. So you, the, the base of the ladder is four tefachem from the wall. Now, Tesis, the Rishonim, are bothered by the Gemara because if you do the math, it is not, it is not going to be 14 Tvachem. You're going on an angle, A squared plus B squared equals C squared, right? You're not, you're not going, you don't need 14 Tvachem to get from 4 Tvachim away from the Kaisel to 10 Tvachem up on the Kaisel. I need a little less. So we'll assume it has to cover the area of 14 Tvachem. That's really the point. So since it's, it's this angle is required in order to be considered an easy access, so it needs to be 14 we're going to call it covering 14 You don't need 14 tefachim, because he holds that the ladder does not have to hit the top of the wall. The ladder has to get within one tefach of the wall, and then you just jump over that, that last tefachim. Asara Even 11, because he holds that as long as it's within three tvachim of the top of the wall, that's fine. So you have your four twachim on the base and plus seven. So you have your eleven and a as long as it's within three tvachim of the top of the wall, that's that's fine. Shiva he holds you don't need the angle on the bottom. You just need to get within three tvachim of the wall of the top of the wall. You could start with the ladder flush against the wall. You only need a seven point one tefach ladder. Amarav. Sulam zakok memait Gemara that velayadana my time Rav says that a ladder that's zakuf that's straight it's in a vertical position memait it reduces the. Ten s'fachim of the wall, and you don't need it to be on an angle, and that is a gemara. It's a maser we have. I time. I don't know what why this works. So Amar am Shmuel. Shmuel says pshat. So Shmuel says v'le Abba Aba time Also, you don't know about this Abba, which is Rav. You never heard of this. Me the have Gabi it's We had a similar case uh, yesterday's daf We have two platforms, one on top of the other. And it's not exactly the easiest way to climb up. And still, that's considered a Pesach. That's considered an entrance to get over the wall. It's considered a good ladder. So to here. It's not exactly the, the preferred way of climbing up a ladder when it's straight up vertical. It still works. So therefore, according to Rav Huna, all you would need is seven Tfachim because you do not need the ladder to be on an angle. I'm a The column shevabava. Let's see how these palm trees that come from Babel, and you put them against the wall. So, enon Srichen keva. You don't have to attach it to the ground. Now, we mentioned yesterday that if someone's going to move it on Shabbos, there goes your, there goes your ladder, right? If you're going to move the bucket or the pail, so we said it has to be in order for it to be considered usable, but just, you know, counterintuitive, but that's the point. The point is that if someone can move it on Shabbos, it's not going to be a good ladder. So he's saying the, the trees from Bavel, which w- at this point we're going to assume is not Moksa, you still don't have to attach it to the ground. Why not? People can move it. My time, like Mara says, K'vei don Because they're so heavy, that makes it K'vei and therefore, nobody's moving it. Since nobody's moving it, it's similar to this, uh, the ladders from Tzur that we said yesterday. Since nobody's moving it, Machalik name but Pasha's, it means it's heavy, and nobody's going to move it. So therefore, it is considered a good ladder. The ladders from Baba don't need to be attached to the ground. and similar concept. Their their weight, kevatam, uh, it, it's, going, it's going to be cavea in place and nobody's going to move. The says ladders for sure when it comes to palm trees. Because those are even heavier. Maybe ladders are easier to move, easier to grip, so... Perhaps those would not be a good ladder since you can move it on Shabbos. Now, when you have a ladder, the goal here is to have a ladder that's four tvachim wide. Either the top rung, and then you have love it all the way to the bottom, or the bottom rung that's within three tvachim of the ground. What if you do not have four tvachim wide rungs? So let's, let's figure out some other ideas. What if I have two ladders, and each of these ladders do not have dollar by dollar, but I put I put straw in the middle, and that extends the ladders, and it connects it. Mahu. Now I have, if you look at, if you take, take out your ruler, you have four tfachim wide going across the ladders. So this is picture, um, picture Tzirvav, we'll send out. So if you look at Tzirvav, now you wouldn't have a climb on the straw, but seemingly, it should show that I have four t'vachamirs. So I'm a lay. Af, in kafir, regal, since you can't, if you step on it, you're going to go straight down, therefore, it is not considered an extension of the ladder. Okay, next question. What if you put straw on either side of the ladder, and you have a ladder in the middle? So you're actually walking on the ladder. Now, how does the straw help you? The straw helps you that you could hold onto with your hands. You're not going to put your feet on it. So, so Omar You could actually put the you put your feet on the wooden part of the of, of, of the of the ladder and and rashi explains the look at the bottom rashi, specific on the ladder. The straw is strong enough to hold your, you'll put your hands on it to balance yourself when you're climbing up. So it is functioning as part of the ladder. So then we could say it is in, it helps gets us, it helps get us to four Fakim wide. Next case, chokaklahashram. So you spoke about chokhaklahashim when you spoke about doorways and mezuzahs. So similar concept. Let's say a person actually did carve out, not just in lumdus, he carved it, we actually carved out chaklahashama saw. So you have a ladder going up a wall, let's say the wall is on an angle. That's the picture, uh, or Tzir Aleph for Tzir Bays I'll send out. So you have this picture, and you have a ladder in the middle. The ladder is not Fort Tzvachim wide, but you, you uh, carve out space in the wall to add to your ladder. So wherever the ledge is, you have an extension of space. You could put your feet there. As long as it goes ten Tzvachim high, that's fine. What if the entire ladder, meaning there's no ladder at all, you literally just carved out wall. So, so then the then the, the carved out wall has to go all the way to the top of the wall. It doesn't help to get within ten uh, tefachim. So, what's the difference? when the ladder reaches the top of the wall, so then even though the hakika the carved out stone doesn't go all the way to the top. I could deal with a narrower ladder at the top, which is funny, but yeah, I guess once you're up there, you're ready by the by the top of the wall, so you'll climb you'll you'll climb over. However, when you have when you're climbing up the grooves in the wall, it's not a very convenient ladder. And if it doesn't go all the way up, so then it's easy to lose your balance, and it's not considered a standard way of getting from Chatzor A to Chatzor B. B'alminei Rav Yosef mei Rabbah. Rav Yosef asked the following shala from Rabbah. sulam. If one made a tree into a ladder, so he figures out how to carve something, or you have the branches, it's really the branches of the tree um, are very low, so you could climb up there and climb over the wall. Ma'ahu Now What's <laughs> the shala? The Shaila is you can't use a tree on Shabbat. It's a so perhaps that's not called an entrance way. Teboy the Rebbe Thibaut the So it's a Shala Rebbe. And it's a Shila according to the Rabban. Teboy the Rebbe. Rebbi's shita is that cold Davash humishem shvos like love. So I can't kind of come Rebbe has Hasan when the Rebbi says Din that cold Davar Shumisham shvos anything that's only awesome with Rabbanan, like love. They didn't make a Xerah talking about Beneshmasha is honey mealy binashmasha. It's only when something has to take effect, Binashmashas. For example. Let's say tchum Shabbos. Someone put a tchum in a place that in a tree. So Rebbe says it's fine, even though you cannot use a tree on Shabbos. But tchum Shabbos is all about benashmashes. Where am I? What's my mukam shvisa when benashmashes comes in? So in that case, it's fine. However. But Eruv Chatsayus doesn't do with Bina Shmashas. The whole day it has to be accessible to you, and if you cannot get from Chatsra E to on Shabbos due to an Issa Rabbanon, even Rebbe would agree that this entrance from Chatsra E to Bid, if it's a tree, it doesn't work. Maybe the Rabbanon who typically hold you cannot do a Shmos on during Bina Still, in this case of the tree, it's fine. Why? It's really an entranceway. We're, 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 we're talking in structure, structurally. Structurally, there's Chats are A, there's Chatzur B, and there's an access point between A and B. There happens to be a side reason why I cannot access B. Why not? There's an Aryeh. The Gemara uses an Aryehudra Viala. Imagine a lion is right there, and if you walk there, the lion's gonna bite you. So you're not going there. But technically, I could go there. There's, an, there's a Pesach. So as far as this house is concerned, from an architectural standpoint, there is a Pesach between Chatzor A and Chatzor B, and therefore, we should be able to carry from one Chatzor to the other. Now, you're going to ask me, how am I getting over there? I don't know, we're playing volleyball. We're going to play volleyball over the Chatzor. Don't ask me how I'm going to do it on Shabbos. But you're asking me, is there a Pesach between Chatzor A and Chatz B? Yes, there is a Pesach. Aye, it's a tree. Okay, so I'll figure out what to do on Shabbos. It should be no different than an Ari, a lion, that's right there, not allowing him to exit. Another example would be, let's say an electric uh, door in between Chatzor A and Chatzor B. You can say the same halacha. There's a door. I could get from A to B. Now, I can't do it on Shabbos, but it's still considered a chacha that's attached to each other. What am I going to do on Shabbos? I don't know. I'll call a guy. I'll tell him to close off to the circuits. I'll figure something out. i climb on the tree. I like to climb. I mean, I'll climb over, over the fence. I like to climb. There's different things you could do, but it shouldn't diminish from the fact that it's still considered a Pesach. So that's the Shiloh. The Gemara Shiloh is, do we say it's Aser or do we say it's Munter? So the Gemara says, uh, another Shiloh. A soy Asherah sulam. What if you took an Asherah tree? There are details on what Asherah tree is, but for now, let's assume it's some type of Avodah was used with this tree. And it's also Bahana. Mahu? What's the halacha? So Rabbi Yehuda and Tibo'i le You can ask the Shal according to Rabbi Yehuda and according to Rabbanan. We had a my regarding can a person put his eruvei tchumen? Can you put your two that you can use for your tchum Shabbos? Can you put it on top of a grave? One is not allowed to have hana from a grave. This is learned out of by Eglon Rufa. I think it says sham sham, whatever the Eglon is. So you're not allowed to have Hana from a grave. And the question is, is this called having Hana by the fact that I put my two chalos there? Is that called Hana So, I'd kind of come to Rabbi Yehuda HaSem. Rabbi Yehuda said you could do it. The Motelikimist Ba'is Be Suri you're allowed to say that my Shvisa is in a place in a cemetery, on top of a grave. Even though it's also by Hanah, there, I'm not really getting hanah from this Kavar. My hanah is it's, it's an, either it's a it's a mitzvah hanah. That's not a personal benefit that I'm getting. I'm walking from point A to point B. There's nothing to do with where my chalas are situated. I don't yeah, I don't care where the chalas are. And, and, and however, by eruvichat serus. You are getting Hanau. Now you could go bring your wine and make a lechayim by your next door neighbor. You're getting Hanau from the fact that this Asherah tree creates an entrance space. I feel will even though typically you cannot use the Beisachvaris as a Ruve Trumin, in this case, we care about from an architectural standpoint, Pisru, it's called an entrance. There happens to be a halachic reason why you cannot use this entrance, but technically it's still called an entrance. So what's the Gemara's psak or malay? Rabbi said to him, Elon Mutter, V'Asherah Aser, a regular tree is Mutter. Because there it's only a problem of Shabbos. V'Asherah, Nasherah tree, it's always usur. So then, asur, it's usur. So, masler, chista, ad The opposite makes sense. Elon, she isur, Shabbos, goyim loy. One second. What am I trying to accomplish here? I'm not, stam asking, is this considered a Pesach, I'm trying to figure out, is this considered one uh, an entranceway from Chatz A to Chatz B regarding Hilcha Shabbos. So, if I have a Hilcha Shabbos reason why I cannot use this tree, shouldn't that tell me that you cannot consider it a Pesach from point A to point B? It's Isr Shabbos Gormla. Then it should be Nitzar. That's where it should be User on Shabbos. Asherah is Daracha Gormla, Loy Nitzar. And Asherah, where it's a different type of Isser, Avod Zara issues, nothing to do with Shabbos, perhaps Loy Nitzar. It should not be User, meaning Logically, it makes more sense for a Shabbos issue to hinder our view of this as being a Pesach, because since I cannot use it on Shabbos, it should not be considered a Pesach Leidian Shabbos. However, in a Shearer tree, you could say that's not a Shabbos, so it shouldn't affect my so anamik, yosu, Shabbos aloha. So, the more to Anami, Kelser, Rev. and amila Amil, Ramel, Abba, Amel, Yechinan, Koshe Isser, Shabbos, Goyemloi, User, Koshe Davar, Acher, Goyemloi, Mutter, just like Rav Chista said. One more opinion, of Nachman Yitzchak Hachi, Elon. When it comes to a tree, it is in fact plucked. The Rabbi of Rabbanon, Rabbi holds that since bina shmoshes, I could use a tree. So since eruv chaterus technically takes effect Bena shmoshes, just because it's an issue of moving a moving a touch of climbing a tree on Shabbos, it does not affect what happens during bina shmoshes, and therefore eruv chaterus could. Uh, work even when the only entranceway from point A to point B is through a Elon, through a tree, because I'm allowed to ascend the tree on, on Shabbos during Banish Mashas. And the a hold, no, you cannot use a tree during Banish Mashas, and therefore you do not have a good Ereb Chateris. Asherah, when it comes to an Asherah tree regarding the benefiting by Isser Hana, Plukta de Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi, Rabbi Huda would hold. It's not really considered hanah. We're just trying to figure out if it's if we categorize something as shvisa or categorize as an entranceway from point A to point B. Thereby, you're not getting Hana from the fact that there's an entrance from the entrance here. And it will be mutter. And the Rabbana would say, no, I am getting hanah. I'm benefiting that this allowed me to have an Eruvi chatzeris, and I cannot benefit from an Asheret tree being an entrance. Okay, we'll, we'll stop here.